for the passion. Get ready for the banter. It's the Sedia A-Holes Podcast. Forza, Tommy and Tony. All right, guys, how you doing? It's the City A-Holes Podcast. I'm Tony Vascuso. I'm here with Tommy Matera. How you doing, Tommy? Ciao, ciao, everybody. Ciao, 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 tutti. Tommy, how's life, man? How's uh, how things going? All is okay. All is okay. How about you? Yeah, I'm doing all right, man. I'm full swing. I'm full swing with the uh, training right now, man. And you know, high school soccer's back, and it's it's you know it's it's stressful, man. You start for now. You're starting all over again. You know, you know. Obviously, as you know, and you know this too. Like the reason why I stay connected to it is because of the kids and the you know community and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, you know, you love that part of it. But from the soccer perspective, dude, and like where it's gone, and in terms of development, and we're going to yeah. segue into that. By the way, Tommy, I want to put the coaching hats on today because. I got yeah. I got a bone to pick with some you know a, a certain word that's being used nowadays, and I think you know where I'm going with it. It starts with a D, um, and, uh, and 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 coaches are just throwing it out there, like and and thinking that because they say that word, it's okay mm-hmm. and everything's going to be fine. But anyway, yeah, my boys, my my actual sons started up school and they're doing the the whole. Uh, you know, distance learning thing, and then they go. It's a hybrid. They go to school a couple of days, and then they do the you know the the hybrid at home. Okay. And it's, I mean, okay. listen, think about me and you going to school back in the day, dude, and we're home. Mm. And we're home, mm. you yeah, know, wouldn't, that wouldn't with well. distractions and, you know, can go out in the yard and kick around and go to the field or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's crazy, man. But um, it's, it is crazy. It's worse for them, I think, today, though, because there's so much that's oh yeah been done, like, digitally. You know what I mean? Like, right, it's, right, right. It's crazy. Um, also, uh, shout out to uh, uh, Christina. Congratulations on the uh, the new uh, whip. Uh, I saw a picture <laughs> of it. It's beautiful, beautiful car. Um, so hopefully she's uh, out cruising. And uh, I, I don't know, man. Driving a car like that, man, I'd be stressed out. I'd be parking really far away and stuff. And <laughs> you know, but I know. Um, I know. all right, Tommy. Let's put the coaching hats on for a second, man. Let's get into this. Let's dive into this for a little bit. You know, obviously the word I was talking about, which starts with a D, is development, right? And I think that when when this when I first started coaching and stuff like that, like nobody really used the word, right? It wasn't like Mm -hmm. you you, like I almost like it was like I I figured people would assume that I knew. Obviously, that was the go to. I'm developing the players, but now I feel like they they, there's so many there's so many uh, you know programs that use that word. But do you feel that they're actually developing players? Like you, they're just stating it because what I've always stated to, 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 to people and parents is this is an imported sport, right? So with mm-hmm. that said, you have a lot of people that come in and are really taking advantage of the uneducated, right? The people that are mm-hmm. not educated in the game and don't understand so when you start throwing in these little things of um, we're going to really develop your player and we're going to do this and we're going to do that they just take their word for it but they don't are they actually seeing that process happening what are your thoughts right. on that um i think it's a <laughs> i think for a lot of clubs it's a nice word to have in their mission statement right like that's what that's what they say they're doing right. um right i doubt i doubt that's actually being done i think when you look at the qualifications of certain coaches at certain clubs. If you look at not just like pieces of paper and licenses, I'm talking about like actual experience within the game. Obviously a license doesn't make a coach or does or does or doesn't make a coach. But the reality of the situation is, is I think that because of the pay for play system, 
you know, to say you're developing players makes it sound good. It's like it's like politics, right? Like you just say things to get people to get votes and you say things to get people to come in and pay three grand or right. thirty five hundred a year and and that's how you get them in. I think I think there's a lot of clubs not doing a great job. I do say for as many clubs as we have now, I think there's clubs that are starting to kind of figure out that you have to do it right. um, on some level. I think that you look at the clubs that are, you wouldn't say they're at the top, but they're not kind of like playing the the garbage. Right. Is those clubs are starting to figure out, all right, well, we can get the guys from below, but in order for us to get to that next rung, we have to start doing what the better clubs are doing. Right. Um, so I think we're starting to pull the middle a little bit up, but it, for, for the most part, I think, I think it's, it's the better clubs are doing a good job and everybody else is just kind of trying to win as many games as they can and keep their best players for as long as they can. Right. Absolutely. So that's, that's kind of how I see it. Um, but I do think there's the, the, the stem and the tide is starting to change a little bit. Well, only because of what's gone on the last 15 years with the Academy and certain things like that, where you have to, do a good job if you want good players now. Right. Like, really good jo- Like Like, I mean, like, really good players. Not like the kid who scores eight goals and travel because he's bigger, stronger, faster than everybody, right? Right. So, I think in order... I think people are more educated now, which is a scary thing. And I think <laughs> that because there's so many options available to people, that you can kind of weed through the BS pretty quickly. Right. Um, or whatever suits you, so... Right, right. I mean, so do you think that... Uh the uh, what this new the, the new grassroots thing like with uh, it's um it's it's play practice play right so they what right. essentially what they want is you know when the kids start to get there you immediately start to put them into kind of a game scenario they're immediately playing and then obviously then they would go into a practice and whatever the the, the subject right. is in terms of the the session and then they would play again what do you what are your thoughts on that because again i i always look at it from the perspective of one i never liked when a kid would come to a session and immediately you have a kid that never played goal he's hopping in net right you got kids shooting at at all times injuries things like that and again this is at the younger level i always thought that the great kind of you know benefit of rondos and and getting them mm-hmm. into that into that mold right off the bat because Rondo's not only is good from a technical standpoint, right? But there's there's a camaraderie that's built around there, right? Like when you mm-hmm. get splits, when there's a nutmeg, you gotta, you know, kids that are breaking each other's balls. Like there's that 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 guide right there that I think is is very important. But what are your thoughts on that U.S. soccer part of where they went in? Like you know, a play, practice, play. What were your thoughts on that? Right. So so back in the day, we called that whole part whole, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Like I mean, that's what it was called. Um, and I can remember. God, this is going back 12 years, 13 years. I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but that's a lot for me. Um, and and just and then they go back to the smaller and get bigger again. So it's kind of been around for a while. I think it's good from a standpoint of the kids get there, they get all the giggling out, they can right. kick around, they can do something that's that it doesn't you know it doesn't necessarily have to be part of the training, but you can just show up and before training starts, if they get there early, they just play. Right. Make their own teams do what they got to do, and it kind of gets all the social anxiety out. Right, and then that goes into your rondos to start training. Right, right, um, right, right, right. So, so I kind of like the idea. So there's a benefit there, without question, that you see with the. Uh, again, I'm I'm asking that question because mm-hmm. 
that's how it should be. It should be something so simplistic right that. But obviously the issue is, and again, I've actually been at meetings where I've seen heads of the programs, like coaching directors or whatever, stating simple things like, well, you know, what are the parents going to think of that? And it's like, well, right off the bat, you're starting off on the wrong foot. If you're stating right. from the beginning, what are the parents? Because the point is they want a million cones set up. They want their kids doing a lot of fitness. They want... You know what I'm saying? And, and again, I'm, uh, the, the, the word that you have to underline here is they want. You know what I mean? The words that you have to underline, they want. It's what right. you are going to get the best out of the kids, what the, what's going to work in terms of the development. But, you know, I wanted right. to bring that up because, again, me now, you and, know, getting back in training and stuff like that, I feel like that word is used way too much. And I think that when it's yeah. used, you better be doing it the correct way because shout out to my, you know, our buddy Sean Kenny, man. We were doing an evaluation the other night. And literally, and, and people might not even think it from this perspective, and, and kids actually don't get it from this this, this situation as well. The, uh, you know, the, 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 the ball's played out to the uh, right back. The right back goes to reset the ball to the keeper, and the ball is trickling and hopping mm-hmm. to the keeper. Now, people just think that, or players just think, all right, well, I, you know, I played the ball to the correct foot or whatever it is, but Sean's point, and again, I've always said this, is he goes, look how, they, he, how he plays that ball. The ball's not gliding across the surface. The right. ball's hopping to the – and they don't get the concept of that. There's actually a difference of if you get underneath the ball, the ball's going to come up a little bit. If you hit on top of the ball, it's going to hop. You have yeah. to hit that ball, boom, right where in, in that middle of the world where the ball will go. And they have amazing surfaces now to do that. And I yeah. feel like those little techniques have been so lost. And when you talk about development, those are the things that you need to go back in your sessions and say – this is the proper technique that needs to be used. And I don't think that anybody's doing that. No, I agree. And I think going back to what you said earlier, if you're worried about what the parents want, you're not worried about development. No. So, no. Um, because at the end of the day, they're paying you to do a job and they don't walk into the doctor's office and tell the doctor that they got the flu when the doctor will tell them, no, you don't have the flu. Like they're not going to argue that point. Correct. Um, so although some people might in today's day and age because they feel they're entitled, <laughs> but having said that, um, the reality of the situation is, is if you're more concerned about what the parents want, you're more concerned about your wallet and not doing the right thing by the kids. So right. if, you, if you have a philosophy and that's your philosophy, then you should stick with it and the proof will be in the pudding and people will continue to show up no matter what. Right, right. You exactly. have to believe in it and, and follow it. And if you're not, then you're not worried about development. And that's how I really feel. Right, absolutely. So I, I think that that's a really bad thing for a director to say that in, in a meeting. Like, right, right. And I've, and I've worked for directors that have said stuff like that and – I've also worked for directors that have said, I don't give a shit what the parents think. Yeah, yeah. And that's, this is what we're doing. And that's like, the way. And yeah. not in a bad way. He's saying it like, no. hey, this is what we do. We're good at it. Yeah. They'll, they'll figure it out. Eventually, they'll figure it out. It's not up to them to tell us what to do. 100%. So, all right. Yeah, that was a good one, Tommy. I just want you know, again, it was something that was for, you know, I'm listening to these radio shows. And again, mm-hmm. you know, for, for everybody out there that's listening to us and, and enjoys the show, you got to understand that me, you know, when you're listening to these radio shows, man, you got people that, you know, they, they have no knowledge in the game. They didn't, they didn't, you know, they're not, the experience isn't there, whatever. Like, you know, we're, we're living it every day. You know what I mean? Like, and again, I'm not saying it at some, like some insane high level, obviously Tommy's a higher level than I'm at, but it's like, you're still seeing that process. You're still part of it. You're out in the trenches of trying to develop these players. And, you know, and, and again, when you're hearing these things on the radio, you're like, dude, like, you know, you guys throw that word around way too much. You really do. And you got, when you throw it around, you got to mean it. Yeah, I I think it's not. I I totally agree. I think it's not being, you know, 
Proof is in the pudding. I don't think it's being done in the right way. No, no. But, uh, all right, listen, so let's get into the, uh, you know, obviously the city out. The city out is uh, some, uh, uh, you know, good things going on, and and we're getting uh, getting close to the start again. Uh, So the city out fixtures, Tommy, I wanted to talk to you about this because there's something interesting, man. I don't know if you saw week three, Tommy. I don't know if you looked in – (laughs) <laughs> Looked into it, man. But uh, the City Eyes starts uh, September 20th. We're back. Um, week one, we got Juve versus Samp. That's what they kick off with. Uh, Napoli, Parma, and uh, Lazio, Atalanta. So I just kind of, you know, checked off, like, the big ones. Um, mm-hmm. What I thought was going to be uh, interesting. Week two, Romo will play Juve, which is another one, too. But then week three, Tommy, Napoli, <laughs> Juve, baby. Uh, it's the, it's uh, amazing. We've seen them play each other the first five yeah. games in the last five years now, right? Yeah, like yeah. yeah. De Laurentiis uh, Laurenti actually came out. He said he was happy with the way – what the hell was he saying? He said that he was happy with, with that. Easy. I think he was finally happy with our schedule for the first time. No, I don't know. Not, he not, usually not, complains about it, but – Yeah, he's not complaining about it. But well, because so, last year we had like – I think we played the first three games on the road. Yeah. And it was at you guys, at Fiorentina, and at Milan, maybe? Yeah. Something like that? Like, yeah. something crazy like that, yeah, that right? that's, that's a little and, wrong there, yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, we, you know, to, and then I think in the first 10 weeks, we had played uh, eight out of the top 10 teams or something like that. Like, it was something ridiculous beginning to the schedule, so. So that's, uh, um, so guys, that's October 4th. And Tommy, what I'm thinking is, man, to like kind of really, you know, get everybody pumped up about this game, we do that. We finally do the Juve Napoli history. Yeah, you know, for both sure. Both teams get for everybody sure pumped to. up, and then uh, maybe do you know maybe try to do a Tifosi takeover again that day. For um, sure. And and you know we're watching the game, but we're excited about that. Obviously, with the city coming back in, we're uh, we're all pumped up and uh, and and ready to go. But you know, it'll I, be interesting. It'll be. Who do you think? Who do you think will have more goals at that point? Who will score more goals? Yeah. Listen. You got, you got. From what I'm seeing right now with these friendlies, man, you got a baller and uh, uh, Oshi. Yeah, Oshi good. Oshi is. Uh, <laughs> do they call him Oshi for uh, for short? Because we're gonna start calling him Oshi. Yeah, um, they call him Oshi. He's Oshiman, Victor Oshiman. And he's already he's, coming. He's already coming out, dude, and playing the you know the the, the pride of Navalidans, dude. Where he's yeah. like, listen, I want to play for this club. I want to do well for this club. And that's obviously you know. A beautiful thing they want to they want to hear things like that but yeah. i don't know tommy i don't know listen and, i i think you guys think be, thing, i don't know if you saw real quick before you go in because yeah. I, I want to talk about your team too if you saw gattuso's lineup he's got mertens playing underneath the front three yeah which is and he's got chuki playing with insigne and oshiman up front and then mertens is directly underneath them which that's a frightening front four if they get going. Like well, I mean, well, don't forget too, man. You know, Merton's now you know older player now, right? And if yeah, you remember, like, and you remember Totti, you know, obviously mm-hmm. started dropping back in. You can even yeah. go as far as saying Wayne Rooney as well, right? When they started yeah. now to just like just linking yeah. up, just being those combos and being smart, two touches, you know, like you know what I'm saying, right. and just playing. The, Letting those guys run. Let them do and all you the You know runs. he's a threat to score goals if he's yeah, going to be absolutely. the second runner and stuff like that, too. Listen, so. whenever you put a player in those deep-lying roles, man, like a, I mean, I shouldn't say deep-lying, but a little bit deeper, yeah. they're, they're going to be a threat, obviously. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then now they got to worry about, you know, Oshie on that. What is he playing? I'm on the left-hand side or Insigne? No, he's playing up front. He's stretching the group. Oh, uh, so they Chuki's got stretching on, the three. Chuki's on the right and Insigne's on the left. Insigne likes to come from that left-hand side and then, you know, do the curler. Uh, the Coutinho, right? The, the, the mm-hmm. curler from their right foot. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to say Napoli has more goals. I am. 
I'm just still being negative, dude. You know that. And, you know how I am. You but you guys, are, I mean, what do you think so far? I mean, obviously the transfer business is yeah, we're, slowly getting younger, except for if you get Suarez, right? <laughs> well, listen, let's let's get into that right now, man. So the news, yeah. obviously, is Suarez is uh, is not confirmed yet because something got mm-hmm. held, uh, held up with the passport. Listen, I think it was the first show. I think it was – and that was obviously the last show. I would take mm-hmm. Suarez any day. I want him on Juve. I think he'd be phenomenal there. I think he'd be like a Carlito Tevez, right, where he's going to, you know, obviously Carlito a little bit more lively. And, you know, one of the things that you got to love about Carlito was when he lost – you got to notice this, and this is the things that you would love love about these players, right? He would lose the ball and immediately chase you down, right? And you don't – you do not – see those things i give a shout out to wayne rooney as well i know i'm saying rooney a lot but rooney did those things as well when you lose the ball boom immediately try to get the ball back um but i i love suarez i said it before i i would take suarez right now before lutado i would take him right now because he's a season and and he and he and he's gonna get the job done okay i don't i i I think he's certainly one thing there's no doubt about that he's a winner (laughs) He, he, and, and that's and that's it. And, and he think is, about, he's a winner. What, and think about what he's going to do with Ronaldo now, because Iguain was obviously he's not that guy anymore. Iguain's on his way to go see Bex in uh, in Miami, and uh, I I, I, yeah. do, I do love the signing. I think he's going to link up well with um, with uh, with Ronaldo. I mean, the, you know, Pirlo had come out said that he wants to play a four three three. How we go about that now, where it's you know, you have Artur in the middle. You got Bentancourt. Um, you know, you have Dybala up mm-hmm. top now. You got Ronaldo. Does he put Suarez there? Where does Kulovchewski, uh, uh the fit in? Um, so, again, he's got – I guess he's got a good kind of situation here where he, you know, got a lot of, you know, power to pick with. But How many more guys do you think you trim the squad to? Squad's, squad's pretty big, right? It's, it's big. Point. It's big. It's big. And I think that, I mean, again, I don't know what his thoughts are. I mean, was Ramsey out the door? Is Ramsey still staying? Yeah. Um, you know, the Weston McKinney thing. Again, that, the Weston McKinney thing, it's it's a win-win for them, right? If he goes yeah. in and he plays well, great. And obviously, I think maybe people might have thought I was a little bit negative on, on him last, last week. That's not the case at all. It's just mm-hmm. that you got to go with what – listen, this is the first American player – in yeah. Juve's history, think yeah. about that. In Juve's history, they've never. This is the first. So you always kind of go with that route of you know. And again, this guy going into Italy, do you know how Italy is? All right, he's going into you know he's going to Genoa. He's going away you know away to Genoa. He's going away to Fiorentina, dude. They're gonna yeah. freaking go nuts, right? And they're gonna want anything. Now again, if he succeeds and what he's gonna gain out of that, oh my god. Forget it. he's getting he's getting an education that oh, n- no American player gets. Yep. I mean, literally, it's, it's at the highest level, right? So that's again with that. But I don't know what Pirlo's again because Tommy. Guess what? He has no experience. <laughs> this is a guy that I mean, think about nowadays, Tommy. I mean, you have to go get your your E, your 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 D, your C, your li- mm-hmm. all these licenses, all these things. You got to have your experience, right? This dude has zero. So who the hell knows what he does? But all I can say is I'm very happy if they go get Suarez, if that's finally, you know, finalized, because I think that it fits well. I think I'll be honest with you too, and I'm gonna I'll, I'll give Asadi a uh, a shout out here. If he had someone like that, because remember Saudi likes that nine, 
mm-hmm. that where it's a hold up because that's how he used Iguain yep. with Napoli, right? Mm-hmm. He loves that that hold up player. I think things would have changed a little bit. I think it would have been a lot better because again, Iguain is so completely dropped out. Yeah, you know what I mean. And not lot, anywhere. Suarez is a lot better than him, right? Right. Um, so, so what do you think? What do you think? You think Suarez was a good? I mean, <laughs> I, listen again. It's you've gotten younger. You've gotten younger. You've gotten younger, and then all of a sudden, oh, we're going to go get Suarez so we can win now. Okay. I mean, listen. If the finances are right, yeah. That makes a lot of sense, right? If you yeah. can get them for almost nothing, which Barca seems to be doing, they're having like tag sales at this point for people. I mean, yeah, to sell Rakitic back to Sevilla for one million, yeah. <laughs> I would take I would take Rakitic for a million on any team anywhere. But you I don't got, care how old he is. But you got these scenarios, man, and it happens all the time. And you got to feel for these players. I shouldn't say I should feel for these players because they should be making the right decisions. But you know, obviously the the allure of going to Barca, or Real Madrid, or whatever, right? But Rakitic, like. You're a, you're a legend at Sevilla. Legend. I mean, think about it, right? I mean, how, how many Europas did he have? He had three, what is he, three Europas? Yeah, two or three, yeah. Right. So, you know, staying at these clubs, yeah, you're not going, but you're a freaking legend. And and, he, and, they, and again, you know the Sevilla now, they're going to welcome him back in open arms. Oh, Are you kidding me? And, and it's a perfect scenario, right? Because they're back in the Champions League. Exactly. Europa League, right? Exactly. I mean, so it's a really, and, and you know what? Banega leaves and Rakitic comes back, right? Yeah. So like it's kind, of, it, it is perfect. It's a good like, segue. It's a perfect, yeah. 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 Um, and I think that uh, I just like it seems like Barca's like ever since Messi dropped the mic, everybody's like, "Yo, we're out." I heard they, I heard this morning that they they released Vidal from his contract or they're about to, and so, so he's let, gonna go wherever he's going. He's going for free. Yeah. So like, we're we're gonna talk about that now. So Vidal to Inter is uh, raising a little bit of uh, speed. Mm-hmm. I, I listen. I, I know Conti's big on Vidal, and Vidal loves Conti as well. So I don't know how that's going to work with uh, Brozovic in there. I think Barella, you're shot if he, this dude doesn't understand what the hell he's doing. If Barella doesn't is isn't consistently in the uh, in the yeah. starting lineup, um, you know. Vidal, if, listen, I'm a huge fan of Vidal, dude. I mean, he was yeah, a, bold, he was a freaking bulldog for us. Listen, we go and get. You know, if that doesn't work out and Inter is dragging their feet like what they did with the Tonali. And by the way, I'm going to go on a rant with that one, too. Um, <laughs> and we go and get Vidal. Dude, absolutely. You got Autour there. You got Vidal. You got Bentancourt. That's a nice little uh, nice little midfield yeah. there, man. With I the, don't think Conte's going to drag his feet on this. I think they learned from the Tonali. Like, yeah, yeah. And the other thing, too, is like you just said, man, when it's a free dude, I mean, you're an idiot. You know, obviously, this is a, this, these but, are. But, now but, but they're starting to, like. Overload midfield and wingbacks right now, right? Like, I mean, they're pulling they a U. They're pulling a Juve right now. Yeah, like yeah. Brozovic, Barella, Sensi, yeah. um, uh, Vicino still there, right? Am I not mistaken about that? Yeah, and um, uh, Ericsson, right? Now Vidal, right? And uh, Di Ambrosio. This, oh no, is Di Ambrosio? Well, he's a wingback, but I mean, yeah, the yeah, midfielders yeah. alone. Like, just I know Borja, Borja Barella is gone, but right. like. At some point, you got to think that somebody's going to be out the door. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens, man. But it's getting it's getting ridiculous. But let's get into where I'm. I'm just. I can't even. I can't even fathom this anymore. Me and Tommy have been doing this show for five months. I don't know what the freak is going on. Like, does this dude? Like, I'm. I'm going to be honest with you, right? And obviously, I'm talking about Sandro uh, Tonali, right? Does this dude smell bad or something? Like, is this is this guy Tommy? Is this guy an Acardi? Like, are so people think- afraid? Are people afraid that he's like a? I swear to God, because I don't understand what the freak is going on with this dude. 
and why they're dragging their feet with him. Is he too Italian for you? Like, what is the problem? And the fact that you let your crosstown rival, okay, go in and now jump in, and they their upgrade is to another freaking level now with that. Another level. Mm-hmm. Milan, how how Milan just ended, and now obviously Zlatan getting the captain ban, and 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 thank God he's coming back because he's anytime Zlatan's in City A is a beautiful thing, uh, and the yeah. way he's been playing, right? Romagnoli, we got to f- see what happens. Obviously, got the injury, unfortunately not going to be with the Azzurri uh, in in the summer, um, mm-hmm. but you know it is what it is, and I think he'll be back and he'll be fine, whatever. But what is going on with this? I I don't understand why. You don't go and get the future. Totti, Pirlo, all these legends have come out. Capello, all come out and say what this guy is and how talented he is. And me and you, on the small scale that we are, you freaking see it every week. On a shit team Brescia, too. Dude, and, and, and what did we say when we did the Milan show months ago? This this is if this wasn't tailor made. Oh yeah, it's set up perfectly. It's an alley oop yeah. for him. Yeah, I mean this is unbelievable. And and to get him for what thirty million or thirty five oh, million? Oh my god, it's a joke. Say. It's a joke. It is a freaking joke, dude. I mean, I mean, Baggio and uh, and Paolo, What do you guys got to say to this? I mean, it's a, it's freaking embarrassing. It's embarrassing for Inter, man. It really is. I mean, How? And then you're going to look at. Freaking guys that are fifty years old. Now again, no disrespect to Vidal, dude, but you're this kid is a superstar in the making right there, and yeah. you still continue to drag your feet for chump change. Yeah, chump change. Yeah. I and mean, the wages would be half of what they're going to pay Vidal, right? These, this is every pundit out there. Okay, when this this uh, messy freaking BS is continues going on, Inter was one of the top five teams. To freaking sign this dude. You're telling me that you don't got the money, these old, to freaking pay for Tonali. That's what you're telling me. Or whatever the hell they're doing. For whoever else is coming. I, I mean, this is ridiculous, dude. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and, they, and they went out and signed Sarla. And I mean, like, what? What are you doing? Listen, all I got to say is the simple fact, okay? You're looking at, you went and signed, like, Ashley Young, and which he was fine, whatever. And you have this player. On top of that, Mancho is not going to even start him. I mean, dude. Well, look at it this way, right? Inter, Inter clearly has their, their priorities back because they don't get Tonali. But they, again, and I'm going to go back to this. And I know it's, it's whatever. They signed a guy in Sorloth, right, who did really well in Turkey this year. He's a forward. Mm-hmm. So what happens to Esposito now? Because, right? No, and I'm being honest, right? So you play two up front. You've got Lukaku and Lautaro who are going to be your guys, right? right. You've you got Alexis Sanchez who's going to come off the bench. And your fourth forward is presumably Esposito because he's young, he's Italian, he's shown he can be, have promise. So now, again, instead of, instead of helping and letting that guy be your fourth guy because he's good enough to play in games against Verona, Crotone, you know, Spezia, right? Like, he can score in those games. Yep. Okay. And he can, just like Moise Keane did at 17 at Juve, where he scored 12 and 12, right? So Esposito's good enough to play in those games. So he's young, he's Italian, and you could have used that money to go out and get Tonali. Instead, you go out and sign Soroloth, who's probably never going to play. He's probably going to be gone after a year, right. okay? And now you're getting Vidal, who if you don't win the league or don't win the Champions League in the next year or two, 
that signing is irrelevant. Right. Yep, 100%. It, it just is. And I'm not being overly critical because obviously Inter were much closer to winning the Scudetto than people have been in, in years past. Yep. I mean, One you know, Napoli was four points away a couple of years ago. But but the point is, is that it just feels so like, I guess it's Conte because he doesn't really have a plan B. No. Like he wants his guys and his guys only. And right. I, it's just, I don't know. It, what, you're going to play Vidal and Barella and Sensi and, and Brozovic all in the same midfield when they all do the same thing? No, someone's got to me, gotta it take... doesn't. Somebody's going to have to go. And, yeah. and to be honest with you, if this is how they're going to construct their midfield, they probably shouldn't have signed Sensi permanently. No. And that's not a, and that's not a knock on Sensi, by the way. I think he's a good player. Right. But he's not as good as Barella and he's not as good as Brozovic. He's just not. Like, no. I, I don't. I, that just I think Brozovic is vastly underrated as a player. I think yeah. he's really good. Yeah. Oh, another midfielder they got, Gallardini. How many midfielders they got, dude? Like, I mean, this is just... And, and in, in all honesty, is that what's stopping you from doing this? Because guess what? Right. He's better than all of them. Yeah. So offer a swap. To, like, give somebody away. I mean, I know it's harder because Brescia went down. But, like, to me, it, it screams dude. like, huh? Here, here's what I got to laugh about, right? Do you and by the way, if he does... Nah, slouch. Nobody's no, not. No, listen. Vidal. I mean, I mean, we already just talked about Vidal, and obviously, you know, obviously the uh, the experience that he has. But you know who's just laughing in this? Zlatan, Rebic, Chonanolu, Theo Hernandez overlapping coming in because this dude is gonna put freaking dimes. And by the way, dimes. And I'm talking about dimes to the point where it's gonna be one touch. You know, with Pirlo, when he put the ball in, it was a one touch redirection. That's how perfect these passes were. That's what this kid is. Yeah, it's going to be way, one touch. Diaz from Real Madrid too. It's going to be one touch. Redirections. Finishes. Zlatan is now going to tr- double his goal scoring mm-hmm. tally. Rebic, the same thing because of this player. That's what he is. And you drag your feet for five freaking months. Well, how about this, right? We're talking about setting yourself up, right? Let's just just think about this for a second. And I know Real Madrid has a buyback clause for Brian Diaz, but that doesn't mean it's going to get activated because I think at some point he'll be like, I'm good here. Yeah. Donnarumma, Teo Hernandez, Calabria are all under 25. Yep. Okay. Tonali, 22. <laughs> Brian Diaz, under 21. Uh, Rafa Leao is 20. Leao is awesome. You talk about setting yourself up. And Milan are quietly Kessie's twenty two. He's still only twenty two, twenty three years old. Yep. Paqueta is still only twenty two, twenty three years old if they keep him. So, um, what's to say? Benacer is only twenty three years old. Romagnoli for an older, like a center back dude. He's not that right. Big, right? No, he's twenty six, twenty seven. There you go. In two years, <laughs> yeah, they with, could be better than Inter, dude. It's 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 crazy. I'm not being funny, like I'm not being funny when I say that. People are gonna be like, "Oh, you're crazy." They got Lukaku, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, "Yeah, great," but these guys are all gonna be playing every week. Yes, that's the difference. Right. The guys at Inter aren't all gonna be playing right. every they week. They can't. And you get the same and, players. And, yeah, and, and here's another quick one. I haven't looked at everybody. Right. I haven't looked at everybody that's in it. And barring whatever's gonna happen in the Champions League, we could have a Napoli Milan final in the Europa League this year. Yeah. yeah, like that's a very real possibility. Absolutely, with the squad they got, absolutely, man. But let's talk about now, second, for because Gabagool brought it up. Obviously, Tonali comes out and says 
you know, Gattuso was my hero, whatever. Hey, why mm-hmm. don't you come to Napoli? I'd love to see that because guess what? There would never be a freaking time that that kid is ever off the field. On yeah, top yeah, of it, yeah. without with Alan going, which by the way, Tonali, I mean, th- think, thinking about the forward line. Can we not it, talk about Alan? I know, I know you're mad about he went to everything. Million, for twenty five million, I, I, know, I know you're upset. I know you're upset because he went to because uh, he went to. Um, I don't Everton. care if he went to Everton to play with Carlo because I think Ancelotti's going to get the, I, by the way that midfield now with Decore, Alan right. and James Rodriguez is one of the best right. in EPL. Oh, anyway, without without um, question, but now think about this. But, but that's a bad sale. But anyway, keep going. Yeah, so think about this now for this second for a second. Now, you got you have Tonali, all right? If he were to go to Napoli, you have Gattuso who is going to kick that dude in the backside <clears throat> every game and get that much more out of him. Because let's be honest, right? Pioli is going to tactical coach, you know, good man manager, whatever. But he's not going to be kicking this kid in the ass and being like, listen, this is – he'll bring him to another freaking level. That Mm -hmm. is your perfect scenario for him to develop and become just this lights-out player that we all know he's going to become, right? Right. And Milan, exactly what you just said, and I could not agree more, the future of what Milan is going to look like is freaking scary. They're mm-hmm. going to be back. And guess what? Me and Tommy have said it a million times. When they when you're when Napoli's out, when Juve's out, it's Milan all the way of who we're who we're rooting for. Because mm-hmm. that when you think of the city out, they have done so much for us, mm-hmm. for this league. That's why you go out uh, go out on a limb to to support them. You know what I'm saying? So but it, it, again I just don't understand oh, it. And, uh, hold on. How about Maldini's kid is coming through? And yep. uh, the young forward they got in the Primaveras that scored, uh, Fagundo Colidio, yep. who's scoring. Like, I mean, again, we talked about it. We buried them six months ago. Yep. And give credit where credit is due, okay? Pioli's done a good job, even though I still think they should have gone with Rajik. That's fine. Right. Okay? And I have to give Maldini credit, and I have to give the – I can't believe I'm about to say this. Because I still think something he'll screw something up down the road. Ivan Gazidis has to get some sort of credit for maneuvering deals to make things work financially. Um, where's Gazidis now? Where's he at? No, he's at Milan. Oh, he still in, he's, where, where, do you yeah. come, where do you go he before? He came from Arsenal. Arsenal, that's right. Yeah, actually from, from Greenwich, Connecticut. But yeah. um, it, it's you have to give credit where credit's due. To yeah. be able to re-sign Donnarumma for a long-term deal, too, is a big... Yeah. Big. Yeah. I mean, and now Chelsea's going after him. They don't. They're like Milan's like, yeah, okay. When we get our eighty-five million, you can have them. Dude, listen. Let me tell you something right now. Do you agree with this or not? I think Chelsea got an A plus for their their signings. So far. I mean, they've done phenomenal. So far, they're going again. Thiago, and again, I'm not even talking about uh, um, uh, Timo and and uh, who else? That uh, um, kid from my. Ivers and Zayic. Right. Getting Silva was huge. Getting Thiago yeah. Silva was huge. That was a big. And, and Chilwell's a good left back, Chil- a good yeah. English left back. Yeah. Um, but they uh, they've done well. So listen, the other thing too, Tommy, we got to obviously segue into this. I mean, everybody, hopefully, everybody uh, didn't miss Tommy's epic uh, uh, rant on Messi. Um, that continues to keep going on. Uh, they did not become. They did not come to an agreement last night. Uh, the father obviously went and uh, met with. Uh, uh, Bartomeu and uh, they're they're sticking to their guns. They're saying, "Listen, we understand there was a pandemic and whatever, but that was the date, and that's the date we're sticking to. Mm-hmm. That's when you needed to tell us that you were going to leave." <sighs> it makes Messi look a little bit. 
And again, I'm not saying that I feel this way, but they're making them look bad in the sense that you did this because of the throttling against Byron, right? You know what I mean? Like you didn't do it prior where it was like, all right, this stuff was already happening. I wanted to get out of here. They, they're making it mm-hmm. seem like, all right, well, you made this decision after Byron. But here's a question I got for you, Tommy, because I don't want you mm-hmm. to go and I don't want you to get into a rant. Any, you know what I mean? I don't want you to get upset, right? I went to my, <laughs> I got, I got the rant today. Okay. But mm-hmm. th- this is, this is kind of a funny question, right? For you. Okay. And I, I'm wondering, and I honestly want to know if this is even legal, okay? If the entire city uh, teams, all 20 teams, mm-hmm. right? There's 20 teams, correct, Tommy? Yes. They all get together and they say, listen, we're going to split the fee of what Messi is, right? <laughs> and then Messi gets to pick whatever team he wants to go to, right? But the point is, the amount of money... Do you understand what Spezia at home would look like with yeah. Messi entering that field? Yeah. Do you know what Benevento would look like with Messi entering that? You would have people of what you see in at, at uh, Buenos Aires of people hanging on top of the fence. In to, Naples? In, oh, in, at the San Paolo, dude? Oh That's back when be, Metadono came, dude. It would be... It would be bedlam. So it here's my bedlam. question. I know it's not going to happen, but is yeah, that even legal to do? I don't know if it's legal, but I would love to see that. <laughs> Can you imagine if sit the city out? Because remember, don't forget. You know what? Remember what IX did. IX. What did they do when uh, they all came together? When I when they were in the when they were in the Champions League, did they yeah. stop? They like stopped playing or something. What did they? Well, I forgot what the hell they did. They all worked uh, together. They did yeah, something where they all can they all connected and they said, "Listen, we're going to support IX or whatever it was." Right. Can you imagine the city I just doing? Because think about it. What, what's the price tag? Seven hundred mil. Yeah. Two years of Messi being the city. Yeah, they're gonna. That's gonna go beyond that. Think about the amount right. of people that would be at these games. It would be insane. These old, these stadiums, Genoa, like you said, San Paolo, the um, uh, Fiorentina, all these stadiums maxed out, maxed out, and then think about the first game. Ronaldo, Messi in the city. Uh, so I thought dude, about that. I'm like, I'm, I, and the other thing, right? You're talking about Ronaldo, Messi, and Zlatan on the same league. Oh my god, I, it's it's so exciting. I'm like, I was, I I lost sleep thinking about. it. I'm like, can we contact all the city teams and say, do this? Yeah, just <laughs> go and freaking do it. Mm-hmm. But you know what? It would come back and Di Lorenzo, Di Lorenzo would be like, you know what? No, because he's gonna go play for you know Juve or Inter, and yeah, gonna beat he, us. Would, he would not. He would not. What if they pick Napoli, dude? Don't be an idiot. You know, yeah. like what if he came back and was like, you know what? I want to go into San Paulo. You know what I mean? But that would. I, I just thought about that, dude. And I'd be like, oh my god, that's just unbelievable if that ever happened, right? So we also um, we're gonna go into uh, upcoming fixtures, Tommy. We got the uh, obviously you wait for the Nations League is coming up, okay? Uh, September third, which is I think today. Is that today? Yeah, today is Germany mm-hmm. versus Germany, Spain's today, Tom. Yeah, two forty-five. Two forty-five. ESPN two. Then obviously the Azzurri playing uh, Dreco and the uh, in Bosnia. Uh, Pjanic is there too, it's isn't Pjanic, it? Pjanic, yeah. Pjanic is there too, but he's not. I don't think he's going to be starting. Um, Hopefully not. <laughs> two forty-five. <laughs> yeah, two forty-five. ESPN two. My boys in Hartford uh, going to be playing Loudon this weekend, uh, September fifth. They're at 7 p.m. They're at uh, Dylan as well. Shout out to Harry uh, Schwartz, man. You know, Harry came on to the show. 
Uh, he pulled his hamstring. He's going to be out for a couple weeks. So shout out to him, man. Hope, hopefully he gets better. Hopefully he gets better quick, yeah. Tommy, then a huge one, dude. Huge game. Okay. Holland versus Italy, 245, yeah. Monday the 7th. Can't wait for that one. It's going to be a beautiful thing. Um, you know, see what Holland what, – oh, who's who's coaching Holland now, dude? Is is uh, is he still allowed uh, to play? Oh, or so still allowed they, to coach? No. So they, they named somebody. They did Actually, name. did they appoint an interim? I heard that Arsene Wenger offered his services to them. That would have been a big pickup, dude. Yeah. Why not go that route? He would yeah. change that whole culture, dude. Oh, my God. And Which is already a crazy culture already. At, at his age, he'd be great for a national team, right? Because he doesn't he have to work every day. He should. Um, well, 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 I listen. don't know. It, that's going to be a huge game because I think Holland's going through a lot. A lot of people transferring in the Dutch, you know, Dutch system. Right. They're talking about Wijnaldum going to Barca and Memphis right. Depay possibly going to Barca. Like, it's yeah. going to be – the thing that I, I just start laughing when it comes to this Barca stuff because I go back to – the presidential candidate that said, "Yeah, if I get in next year, Coleman's not my coach." So this could it's, all it's, be oh, dude, it's it's, <laughs> it's such a disaster, mess. dude. It's such real, a mess. real quick, yes or no? Barca next this year, are they in the top four? Well, because Valencia is going bankrupt, so they're selling everybody too. So I'm trying to think of who's around them. I'm going. So you got, I, you got I Sevilla, Atleti, Real. Here's here's my thought. Okay, I think I think Real Madrid. Locks the league up by like December. That's yeah, I agree, that. okay? I agree with that. I agree I think with that. Atleti comes to second. I think Sevilla is very close. Yeah, third. Um, and I got to put Barca there fourth. I think they'll be fourth. I think they. Yeah, I think I got to think they'll be third or fourth. I think the teams. The, the Villarreal one's cheeky because they've kind of gotten some really good players from yeah. Valencia for cheap. Yeah. Um. Although I don't underestimate Unai Emery's ability to screw that up um <laughs> sociedad's another interesting one they were fourth yeah. for a long time this year and now they picked up david silva like yeah. so there's some interesting teams but i gotta think they're gonna be good enough to be top four it's top four yeah they Especially got they still have enough up, for some m- miraculous reason he ends up staying yeah then they're definitely gonna be in the top four yeah yeah all right so we went over the fixtures tommy um and, That's uh, a good question, though. Yeah, yeah. We we'll, should put that out there. We yeah, should we'll, yeah, that. we'll do that. Gabagool, if you're listening, man, get off your butt and uh, and we'll see what yeah. uh, see how it works. Stop works social out. distancing your class because <laughs> you're not. It's only going to be around for three weeks anyway. So, so listen, all the uh, city uh, fans out there, uh, city a holes fans and city out fans, they should uh, should know. We talked about this before. I became a, a, a Zuri fan before I became anything else, right? Before I even know what the hell the city out was, I was an uh, you know uh, you know mm-hmm. Italian national team fan, so. I'm so excited about this, even though, you know, again, they changed the, the, the UEFA Nations League where it was, this was the friendlies, you know, that they were supposed to be playing. They now set it up where um, there is something to play for, Tommy, correct? And and, and, and uh, remind me what mm-hmm. they play for now with this UEFA Nations League. Like, what do they gain out of it? So the winner, I think, gets automatic into the, Euro, the Euros. Right. 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 Um, yeah. That's which, what it was. Which, whatever. Which, again, it just makes the friendlies mean something now. And obviously in terms of revenue and whatever it yeah, is. They, I just don't like the fact that I, – I don't I don't necessarily agree with the whole relegation and yeah. promotion thing within that. I think right. because you're not gaining anything. I know you get to go to like the further stages if you're in the top flight. Like Italy doesn't have to qualify in the earlier rounds or something like that if you're in the top flight. But – What's the difference anyway? You're playing those. You're gonna play friendlies if you're not playing those qualifiers anyway. Like just, just have the winner go, and then everybody else does the normal. Exactly. Stuff. Exactly. Exactly. So you know, I don't think it's. I don't think it's. Um, 
<clears throat> I don't think it's a big deal that Italy plays Azerbaijan in the first round of qualifying. Right, right. And they're trying to make again. They're trying to make it more interesting. But it, you know, again, it, it, this this was more on the sense of a marketing thing. You know what I mean? Where it's mm-hmm. a big deal, and they're going to make it more interesting again. Because again, what's bigger than Germany, Spain, and then Holland, Italy, dude? I mean, those are you know beautiful, beautiful games to see. You know, very, very. Uh, uh, you know, historic, mm-hmm. historic national team. So, but let's go over this, uh, Tommy. Let's go over what uh, uh, Mancini is is bringing in. Uh, I think mm-hmm. he got a. I think he was allowed a roster of thirty five. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes. Um, you know, again, uh, Mancini's big on the four three three. So let's go over who they brought in, Tommy, and then we're going to go with the projected uh, starting in li- uh, lineup. With they're going to play Bosnia, and. Uh, and then I want to get your starting eleven, and then obviously I'll state mine as well. So uh, the the Cal- uh, Cagliari uh, goalkeeper who's that? Cragno, Cragno. Yes, Cragno, right? Cragno, Donnarumma, Merit, Merit still with Napoli, correct? For now, there's no Inter trying to get him. Right, and then the Sirigu, uh who's at the Torino. Sirigu. Uh, Sirigu, right? Uh, Achilbi- last, the last Italian goalkeeper to win a World Cup game, by the way. Right, right. Um, the uh, Defenders, okay, we got uh, Acerbi, uh, Bastone, Berraghi, Banucci, Caldara, Chiellini, D'Ambrosio, Di Lorenzo, your boy, Fiorenzi is back, right, Mancini, I don't think they're related, are they, is he related to the, to the, to the, the mister or what? No, no, his son was a attacking midfielder. Right, right. Uh, Pellegr- he was at Man City with him. Yeah, Pellegrini, who we still own. Uh, Spinazzola, who we we finally sold to Roma, right, Tom? We got rid of. Him. Yeah, I think so. Right. That was a good move selling him. He's not very good. And obviously, the biggest point and the one that we got to highlight is Romagnoli is uh, out for the injury. He's not going to be right. in uh, playing in the uh, tournament, obviously, so that he's healthy with uh, Milan. Uh, midfielders are Barella, uh, Bonaventura, which was which which is interesting one there. Bonaventura was a. Yeah, uh, I got a you know because you I know, like him, but I think he's been hurt a lot because uh, Berardi was not in there, dude. So I don't know if you know he, he didn't put Berardi in there, which I don't know what the hell is because he did put Capu- uh, Caputo in there, which again yeah. him not putting Caputo in there was I mean the guy had over twenty goals and had yeah, an outstanding yeah. year. But Castrovilli, uh, who's injured mm-hmm. as, raw, as well, Cristant, uh, Cristanti, uh, Giorgino, uh, Galliardini, Locatelli, Pellegrini, Sensi, Tonali, Zanignoli, Zaniolo. Uh, forwards are Belotti, which who had a phenomenal Wait, Barella's year. Barella's not in. Barella's in. Yeah, Barella's oh, in. Okay. I said Barella was the first one. Uh, Belotti, okay, who had a great year, and Belotti was a, you know up and coming. Remember, listen. I'm going to say this right now, Chiro. You better be listening, dude. If you don't get your act together and you're you're going down the path of because this is the one thing I'm going to uh, back Tommy with with the Del Piero b- debate. He's on his he's on his path of where Del Piero was with the national team. Okay. He's worse, I think. And he's a, a, right. Balotti's in the wings and waiting because this is a guy that changes a whole dynamic of the team, a hold-up player, you know what I'm saying, is going to be good in the air, a warrior, you know, so yeah. he's got to be he's got to be and careful. He, with and he can play by himself or in a front two. Right. And by the way, too, Caputo's there too, don't forget, right, mm-hmm. who, who had a phenomenal year. So we'll see. Benedeschi's there, Caputo, Chiesa, El Shirawe, Immobile, Insigne, Keane. Lasagna, which was I love lasagna. I, I like the fact that he brought him in. I think lasagna is, it changes the mm-hmm. dynamic of the team as well. He's got pace. Orsolini as well. All right, so yeah. that's that's what they got. So Tommy, this is what in terms of foot mob, uh, which I love. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a great app. This is what their projected lineup was. And tell me if, what you think. 
Donnarumma, Di Lorenzo. So we're going uh, right to left. Di Lorenzo, mm-hmm. Banucci, Chiellini, Beraghi. Zaniolo, Jorginho, Cristante they had, which was interesting. Chiesa, Immobile, Insigne. <clears throat> what do you got, Tommy? Tell me what you got. So I can see how they came to that conclusion. Um, but give, I, me, give me your starting 11, dude. So the, the goalkeeper in the back four is pretty much the same, except I like Pellegrini a lot, and I, I would just go with him because I think you can – if you're going to start a more experienced guy, you start him in the Holland game, and I think you can get away with starting Pellegrini in the Bosnia game. Not that I'm knocking Bosnia because they have good players, but I think you can get through that game with Chiellini next to him, okay. um, especially if Romagnoli's not playing, right? Like he's out. So All right, so Tommy, so, you got Donnarumma, and then through the mm-hmm. back four, you got Di Lorenzo, Bonucci, Chiellini, Pellegrini. Yeah, I think okay. so, because Romagnoli's out, right? So Romagnoli's um, out, right, right. So midfield for me is the kids, because Verratti's not fully healthy, right? No, Verratti's not, yeah, he's not healthy, no. So for me, it's the three kids. It's Tonali, Barella, and Zagnolo. Um Bang. And then I love, front, I, lo- um, I love you, dude. I'm going to give you a smooch when I see you. <laughs> it is, it's the truth. That's exactly, then, what I, that's exactly what I have. And up front, I'm going Insigne, uh, Belotti, and Chiesa, Ooh. I think, is my front three. Belotti? Um, you going to give Belotti to start? I like him more than I like Immobile. I think he's more – he's got more dynamism. I think he can combine better. I think he would do a better job of involving Zaniolo in the game because I think Chiro's going to look to play more in the box, whereas Belotti can come deep. He can go deep. He can he can shoot with either foot. He's a, he's yep. a threat in the air. Um, and I think guys – I, this is going to sound stupid. I think Cheeto's a well-liked guy. I just think guys like playing with Belotti better because he's kind of like yeah. the guy that – he's like V80 was. You know, like he kind yeah. of gets in the way. He does a lot physically. He's scrappy. Um, he's scrappy. Yeah, yeah. He's a pain He's a pain in the ass to deal with, like physically and too, complete, like as a defender. And a completely different dynamic. Like the thing yes. is is that when you have – like what the, the, the projected lineup was, when you have Chiesa, you have Immobile, you have Insigne, like – the dynamic doesn't it's it's almost like similar players. Like again, technique is different. He is a workhorse pace, whatever right. it is. But when you put Belotti in there, you have power, you have the ability in the air, you have now crossing into the box brings you bring another level into you add more to your play. Right. And I think and I think the other thing about Belotti is is that and I know he's not left footed technically. No. But you uh, another guy that can use their left foot. So Zaniolo's naturally left-footed, Pellegrini, Chiellini. Um, Belotti will come and use his left every now and again. And you got to understand, like, too, like, Zaniolo gets into a lot of spots where he uses his, left, you know, he gets his shifts yeah. over. Yeah. And Signe's coming across. And Belotti can kind of create space anywhere because he's able to use both feet. Yeah. And I think, too, and I like Biragi, I don't love him. Pellegrini bombing forward in front, behind Insigne would be a better fit. Yeah, just like Di Lorenzo is a good fit for Chiesa because Chiesa is probably going to stay wider, right? right? Like, and Di Lorenzo goes forward, but he kind of goes in a supporting role. He doesn't get beyond the winger too much, although I'd like to see him do it more. But he kind of will come inside. He comes in as a supporting role, and Chiesa is going to have the whole wing to do his own thing. Right. That's why I think that's a good match on that side. But I, I but I, like I said, I, I did, I did mention, I put this down in the notes. I said, you know, clock is ticking on Immobile. He's got to show something, man. Like. You know he's got the new deal with mm-hmm. uh, with Lazio, um, and they're gonna have him forever now. He'll retire as a Lazio player, which is great. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you got those lifers, whatever. But you know, listen, 
again, that, that clock is ticking, and hopefully, you know, he gets it he's done. He's 30 now, man. It's time. He, it's, he's it, had his chance. It's, I think and, he's and, and again, and, and that, remember, you said it yourself. The young, the youth that's coming in, dude, like, you know, you – because remember, don't forget, you may have Zaniola going into an advanced role now. You may see oh, him yeah. pushing he's the number in. number 10. For me, he's the number 10. Right. So you might see him not so much in that three in the midfield, whatever. But here's what I got. I'm different in the back line, and the reason being is because I can almost guarantee you this. Is that Florenzi is going to be playing on the right hand side because Mancini, Mancini likes him and I think he's going to be there. Okay, and I can live with that. Chiellini is going to be a center back at Cherby for me. You know I feel about Bonucci, dude. I but then you got two left footed guys. I I get it, which I, I don't care. It doesn't matter. To me. I, I, get, I get it. I get it. And I, and again, these are things that you're that, that, and I, I like that Tommy that you're noticing. But I I, I I'm not big on Bonucci. I'm not. I'm not. No, I, I haven't I, been. I'm with and, you. So I think it should be, and again, the season that he's had, I think that he deserves it, right? I got Spinazzola on the left back. Oh, God, I hope not. Yeah, I do. I have him. I thought that, I, I think with his pace, I think that what you've seen in the past uh, of what's worked for us, um, I, 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 huh? You don't like it. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> I, I, I liked him when he was with Juve, and I thought he played well with Roma. Obviously, the call up has shown that he's uh, he's got the ability to do so. He called up Cristante too, and I don't think he's right. Good. But uh, Fiorenzi and uh, and uh, I was very, I was very close with Di Lorenzo. I thought Di Lorenzo. Was I can great see I can see Florenzi. I don't I like Florenzi. I don't know yeah, and, and I like that he can play like nine spots on the field. Right, right. I'm exactly the same. Tommy, high five right there. Zaniolo and Tonali Barella, without question, you have to do it. I don't yeah. care that you want to win this. For the sake of our future, you have to play this We're system. in the Euros anyway. It doesn't and matter. again, stop with Jorginho with what Sadi got from him because that's not what this team is. He's a one-dimensional player. He can only do one thing, okay? So we do not need him there. You have a dynamic three. You have probably one of the most dynamic. I'm going to go out on a limb, Tommy, right now. Yeah. You have one of the the a potential of the most dynamic three midfielders we have with those three. In terms Not of that. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. What, what what their what their ability is and what their freaking age is, dude. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's unbelievable what you have there. And I'll say this. The most probably, and I don't obviously I didn't see people before the eighties. The most athletic, yes, midfield three that Italy's had, as far as I've ever seen, right. And the ability to cover ground with right. those three, right, is second to none. If you put all three of them on the field, let's they go. Will literally cover every blade of grass between the three of them. Let's go back to 06, right, and we'll go back into that midfield, right. You got Cameronesi, right. You got Perotta, right. Mm-hmm. You got uh, Gattuso. You got Pirlo, right. Right. Out of those four, who was the most dynamic? Meaning they could do a lot. Oh, uh, is okay. I, I mean, in terms of yeah, he's probably the most dynamic guy with the ball at his feet and stuff like that. Who, yeah. that, who would that be? Camerenzi. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Camerenzi would be there. Porota, box to box, covered a lot of ground. Right. In all due respect, now again, don't everybody go crazy because you know how I feel about the guy. Pirlo's one dimensional. Yeah. He has a certain way of playing, and that's how he plays. Gattuso, this is how he plays. That's it, right? So these three, you can interchange. They're, that's how Bro, good they are. It is 
I mean, that, we just the potential. And then you're talking about like down, like let's look at like down the road, right? Like we're talking a couple of years. Guys like Sensi and Castrovilli coming off the bench. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who are, are good players. Castrovilli had an unbelievable year with Fiorentina, man. He like, really did. They're good players, yeah. man. These are, and, and listen, if he was completely healthy, Verratti needs to play because if he's completely but, healthy, he's the best guy Italy has by, by if, a country mile. If Verratti is healthy, I swap him with Barella. With all due respect to Barella, right? I swap yeah, him with Barella. I, I don't. I, I oh, really? put him in there. Listen, I put him in there, and I put Zaniolo where Chiesa is. Ah, okay. And I, let, and because I think for me, and you know how I feel, Zaniolo is Zaniolo and Tonali are the future of the national team for me. Yeah. Like, and remember when Totti started in, with Italy, he started on the right side. Yes. Even though he was playing in the middle for Roma, so in the Euro two thousands, it was his coming out party, and he was playing on the right. Right. So. Do the same thing. Who cares? Like right. he, he's got to be on the field. Like he's too good. He's he's too good. Listen, all I gotta say, is. Mancini has just a phenomenal, uh, you know, young they're, squad. I mean, it, it looks, I'm very happy forward for the first time. I'm happy about what I've seen here, man. I'm, and I'm excited. I'm excited to yeah. see what we got tomorrow. But so the three up top is I'm same thing. Uh, Chiesa, Immobile, Insigne, without question. And that was from left to right. Obviously, Insigne likes to hit, hit sit on that left hand mm-hmm. side. For me, I think that. Belotti has to come in at some point. Caputo needs to come in as well, show something there. Um, but that again, I'm excited about the games, Tommy. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing this tomorrow. It's you yeah. know we didn't get we didn't I get think, the Euros. I think mind, mind the lineup tomorrow because it'll be different Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, right. Because he's not going to start the same eleven guys. Yeah, some guys will play both games, but right. I think you got to mind. Holland, Holland, like, Pellegrini different. playing. Is probably because he probably won't start on Tuesday for me. Yeah. Um, even though I really like him, right? And I know, yeah, I mean, I whatever. But I think, yeah, I think you got to mind the lineup tomorrow because I think you'll see a more experienced. I, I would, I would venture to guess there will be a more experienced lineup on Tuesday. Yeah. But uh, guys, make sure you're uh, checking it out. I'm excited about this because obviously we were we were take the Euros were taken away from us. So this is mm-hmm. the you know the best we're gonna get, and obviously I'll take it uh, w- without question. But make sure you guys enjoy. Is, is the Hay gonna play today for Germany? I mean for Spain. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who do they got? They got him and Keppa, who both can't save. You know, they can't catch a cold right now. I, I love listening to Roy Keane about this stuff, man, because he is just freaking spot on about this stuff. It's He's a dis- it's a disgrace. I mean, because the other thing too is these these older guys didn't get paid anywhere close. The amount of money, and no. then for you to the make the they amount of mistakes. They, they, two of them couldn't catch Corona. The amount of mistakes, <laughs> the amount of mistakes that this freaking guy makes, and the amount of money that he makes, and then on top of that, with Keppa, for a guy to, to to mouth off to a freaking coach, the way you did, I mean, it's shocking that these things are allowed, yeah. dude. It's ridiculous, you know. Mm-hmm. But we'll see what happens uh, tomorrow. Forza, Forza Italia, Forza Azzurri, and was we'll hopefully. Uh, you know, we'll take care of Bosnia and then the big one on Holland. But uh, everybody be safe out there, guys. I got to go do some uh, social distance learning or whatever the hell it's called uh, with my sons. And uh, all right, everybody be good, Tommy. Be good, all right? Ciao, ciao, everybody. All right, guys. We'll see you later. Ciao.